helping hand guiding you through today's racing. All right, uh, let's get uh, helping hand time and try and find you some winners. Gary Harley is our first guest this morning in helping hand with his best hand, Quaddy. Hello, guys. Good morning again, Dave. Helping hand. A big day at Gosford, as we know. Weather perfect, rail true. Good for $240,000 bill of the turf for the ladies, fillies and mares, and the $160,000 Gosford guineas. Two very good races. Best bet. In the Malcolm Cusick race four, number four per in a way. Four or five dollars it'll be. Barrier one, Nasra Willa, and the Bleakers go on for the first time. Figure can beat the favourite, even though he's a pretty smart horse feeling. And he's well suited to this track because he's very quick. But number four per in a way is the best bet. Quaddy, race four, four and two, two four one, five eleven, two four. 14, 8, 7 and 10. Beautiful day. Hope you're back a winner. Dave, I'll talk to you next week. I will talk to you next week too, Gary. Looking forward to it, mate. Uh, let's go to our next guest. And I'm just trying to pull up my... I think we've got Graham White joining us. G'day, Whitey. Big day of racing at Corrow. It's their biggest meeting of the year for this Wednesday meeting. A lot of people in town for the holiday racing season here at Corrow. I thought their best bets appeared in the later races. We've got a couple of short ones earlier in the day, so I've just did clear of those. Looking for a bit more value in race six, horse number three, Lensman. A good last start winner at Albury, and uh, I think he can make a consecutive win. So race six, number three, Lensman. The other best bet is in race seven, horse number, what are we, horse number three, our last cash, a stable mate for Donna Scott. This one's Simon Miller, drawn the inside. Now, it's a tricky race with a few horses in form, but I thought that was the way to go. So race six, horse three, and race seven, number uh, three as well, our last cash. For the quaddy today, the first leg, I've made the numbers 11 and 5. Second leg, 5, 3, 1 and 2. Third leg, 3, 8 and 1. And the last leg, 3 and 4. So big day coming up at Corowa. Perfect conditions. We're racing on a good four. All right. Uh, thank you very much for that. Robert Randolini is calling Bowerville today. G'day, Rob. Mate, what are we going to back today? Good on you, Steve. Uh, Steve, get it right, mate. Uh, good morning to you, Dave. The uh, first of uh, six races today, they'll kick start at one twenty-four. Look, there's a few outstanding chances. We can't pick the program, but we're going to settle for race two, number one, horse called Nashian. Been very consistent of late, and it's prepared by Neil Godbolt. Uh, Rolls will be in the saddle. Uh, look, it'll endeavour to leap for a long way, Nashian. It's well drawn to suit, and it should win race two, number one, Nashian. And Johnny Shelton in race number five, he's got a horse called Tabasco. And look, it's very much on the pace throughout its last few outings. It hasn't been that near the top end, but it's got the ability to, to knock these off. It'll lead for a long way to Basque. I think that's the second of the best bets. So race two, recapping number one, Nashian. Race five, number five, Tabasco. Here at the beautiful Barable, we've got a track rating. It's a good three. 124 is our kickstart for the program, and we conclude the program at 4.19, Dave. I like it, Rob. Have a great day out there, mate. It's a great meeting at Barrowville today. Mark uh, Hunter has Mornington information for us. G'day, Mark. Yeah, Mornington today, my two best, race six, number six, and race seven, number five. Race six, number six, state squad. Got a first up, second behind St. Lawrence. It's fantastic form, and there's a good run. Steps out to the 2,000 metres, which is ideal. Scratchings have certainly taken away some value out of the race, but I think state squad, despite the wide gate, is too good for them in race six. Race seven, number five, discerning. It's in a race where 
Look, it was in a much, much harder race last time. Not much went right. It was wide. It got shuffled back and then knocked not knocked about, but held its ground quite well to the line. Draws wide, and there is some pressure for the front, but I think the way discerning is going, it can park up third, and they should be able to... They'll be getting off the fence a little bit, hopefully, by this stage. Discerning should be too good in race seven. So my two best, race six, number six, and race seven, number five, the Quaddy. First leg, there are five runners, and I don't like any of them. So we'll take the field in the first leg. For the record, my pick would be coaxial but not raving. Second leg, six and seven. State squad to win. The danger is the King's Gospel, who was down to run a much easier race yesterday, save for this harder race here, but got a chance. Now, third leg, five and six, discerning. I think it's the one to beat for sure. Mystery Eclipse going well, but we'll have to hammer forward from that gate. And come on, five, seven, nine. Expect Kato to lead in the blinkers. And Shoveover and Rossman to park just behind it and have last crack. I think Shoveover can run a good race in the last. So McQuaddy, field, into six and seven, into five and six, into five, seven, nine. Two best, race six, number six, state squad, and race seven, number five, discerning. I like it. Uh, thanks, Mark. Uh, appreciate it, mate. Uh, all right, uh, Eagle Farm and Michael Maxworthy now. G'day, Maxie. Hello, Dave. Yes, midweek racing in Brisbane today is at Eagle Farm. We had a bit of a downpour overnight. Uh, it didn't uh, rain for long, but it was heavy rain. So this track at Eagle Farm, it handles any rain very, very well. Probably the best track in Australia when it comes to rain. So that might just give this track a little bit of give today, which will be a beautiful surface. Bit of a tricky card. The first race, we've got a hot favourite here called She's a Road, trained by Chris Munts. Around about $1.80 last time I looked. If you're looking for a win multi anywhere today, and you want to include one from Brisbane, she's the safest way to go today. I think she bounces straight to the lead and wins. That's race one, number four. She's a rogue, but you've got to take short odds. Now, race number two, we're with number eight, you're all that, trained by Barry Lockwood, and Jones riding, good gate. Um, she'll probably ride at 52.5 kilos. Now, this filly went around in the Magic Millions Maiden a year ago, and she was beaten 1.9 lengths behind Womp after not having a, a lot of luck in transit. Since then, um, she's had a spell and a preparation where she's gone okay. He threw her in a $150,000 race during the Winter Carnival, Barry Lockwood, and I thought she handled that competition okay. She was well beaten, but she didn't disgrace herself. She's had a break, no public trials. Keep an eye on the money. I think she's very hard to beat. Race two, number eight, you're all that. And in race three, horse number eight, I am thinking a lot, or I am taking a lot, trained by Tony Golly. Uh, Tony Gollan, look, she was um, given a chance at a debut run, but she was back and wide. He's made a slight gear change to her today. They've removed the tongue tie. She's since had a barrier trial, and you rarely see them come from last to doom but in the trials and swamp them right down the outside. And that's what she did. And I'm thinking they might ride it quietly today from a bit of an awkward gate over the thousand and let her, let her get to the outside. Nice, big, long, home straight at Eagle Farm. So I'm happy to, to take the punt on her. Race three, number eight, I am taking Malot. Now, regarding the Eagle Farm quaddy day, it kicks off with race number five. We're going two eleven and seven. I've got number two on top here, Dark Harmony, who's had two runs back from a spell for a third and a second. I think she's ready to strike a victory today. Second leg is race six. We're putting two in here. One green flash and number 10, So You Knew. Green flash showed a nice turn of acceleration, scoring last start 
at Durban over 1600 on trial today at the 1835. But I think in this smallish field, he can afford to be ridden quietly, conservatively, and have one dash at them in the home straight. And I think he can outsprint them. So 6 1 green flash. We're just taking the 10 so you knew as a little bit of an insur insurance. He's third up today and he races best this track and distance. Then to race number seven, we're putting a big circle around number 12, Aletia here. The only horse that we need, anyone that saw her win at the uh, Friday Metro meeting at Doomben a couple of weeks ago, 9th of December, will be on it today. Uh, she won by almost four lengths in very smart time. There was no real money for her. I think it was a bit of a surprise win. She carries the star thoroughbred colours. She actually jumped in the air at the start, was heavily bumped, but she managed to overcome that. And visually in the home straight, she looked like a potentially a very, very good horse, uh, a filly by Zoostar. So we're only taking her in race seven. That's number 12, Alentia. And then in the last, we're going a bit wide, 11, 4, 13 and 7. I've got the 11 on top, Champagne Pop. I think she'll be strong, 1,400 metres, and she was very good winning first up. So the 11, 4, 13 and 7 in the final leg. Summing up the Eagle Farm Quadrilla, the first leg race 5, 2, 11, 7, then 1 and 10, and then just number 12 in the third leg, race 7, Alentia, and then 11, 4, 13 and 7. Thank you so much, Maxie. Michael Maxworthy there with Eagle Farm. Tim Edwards is joining us for a look at Strath Album. G'day, Tim. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, racing at Strathalbyn today. Uh, at least the weather is a little bit better here than what it was the last couple of days. It's going to be a lot cooler here in South Australia today. So we should have some good racing there at Strathalbyn. I thought there were two good bets there on the program. I thought race four, number seven, Exalted Queen could get the money here today. Gemma Frew trains this horse, and she was a really good run last start at Balaclava. She closed off late uh, behind Huntley Lady and Hibbity Dibbity. And I thought that form line reads well for this today. She was a good run at Narracourt two starts ago as well. I think she's ready to win. She's won two times at Strathalbert in the past, which is a good sign. So I think race four, number seven, is the best bet, exalted queen. I'm also keen to back race five, number one, entitled Princess. Uh, she's having her fourth run back today. She gets the blinkers added first time. Bar and Borster goes on today. And I think you'll see the real entitled Princess step out today. And I think she'll win this. Uh, race five, number one, entitled Princess. So they're my two best bets today, Dave. Race four, number seven, and race five, number one. I'm pretty confident they'll both win. I hope your confidence is good, mate. So thank you very much for that, Tim. Peter Staples is now joining us uh, because we are racing down south, of course. Uh, where are we? We're at Hobart. Uh, g'day, Peter. G'day, Mr. Stanley. Happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, mate. Um, yeah, it's been a good Christmas, and uh, hopefully we can get a bit of dirt today. What do you like? I like the first race. Um, a little three-year-old filly, a grey filly by Wordsmith called Gigi's Misty. Now, last start at um, a trial going into its, its first up run um, and trialled well at Longford. And then uh, it ran second to Fear the Sting. Fear the Sting won by three and a half lengths, but um, I think it could be a really good filly, Fear the Sting. And I think on the back of that run, and I have spoken to Team Wells or Leon Wells, um, this one's trained at Brighton under Leon's guidance, and he said that she's been really good and come on since that run. So um, I expect her to be very hard to beat. Barrier 7, Taylor Johnson, she takes a kilo and a half off. Um, so that's going to help her even more. So uh, GG's Misty, um, race 1, number 13. And then we have to slip across to race 7, 
And the toppy, number one, Lion's Tooth. Now, this is a former Queenslander. Um, um, Dale Bramwich bought it down, bought it online, actually. Um, came down to Launceston. It was stirred up and it won very well. Only class one, but it won with a little bit of authority going away on the line. Uh, won by nearly half a length. Um, gone another 100 metres, it would have won by five. Um, it's uh, It's got a, kilo, a four kilo claim for Brook Hannum. Um, so it's going to carry 56 and a half. And I think if it takes that form into the race, and I'm sure it will because they only improve once they uh, once Dale Bremich gets his hands on them um, and they've got ability like it has, um, I just think it's a very winnable race. Perfect barrier. Barrier three going to get a gun run just off the speed. Um, first time down in Hobart, but um, the way that it went in Launceston only has to reproduce that form to be very hard to beat. And I think it's about $10, so it's an each-way special. Race seven, number one, Lion's Tooth. Thank and you very much, though, Peter. Oh, yep, and a quaddy too, mate. Yes, please. Well, get a quaddy. The first league, one, four, six, and seven. One, four, six, and seven. In the second league, one, three, six, and ten. One, three, six, and ten. If you want to just take the one, one out for an extra one, that's good. Um, and then the third league, one, two, six, and eight. One, two, six, and eight. And then the last, one, four, two, and six. One, four, two, and six. Um, and I do like the toppy at $6. Peace be upon him. Okay, fantastic, mate. Uh, I like it. Have a good day, mate. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Dave. All right, sensational. All right, let's go to Taree and Phil Roberts. Phil, what do you like, mate? And we'll get you to call this next race. And uh, moving in. Runners are moving in for race one. My two best on the card. Race one, number five, Radley Erskine. And race seven, number eight, Rock This Joint. Let's head west. Uh, Richard Bell's joining it at uh, Ascot. What do you like today, Richie? Yeah, it's a beautiful day here in Perth, Davey, and uh, 30 degrees. Tracking good order, good four. In race number four, I'm pretty keen on Rebel Zone here, number two, to beat the odds on favourite Rear Admiral. Rebel Zone finished second to Carolee Rocks, who has been in sparkling touch, so certainly uh, no easy beat. Carolee Rocks and Rebel Zone was very good on that occasion. Sat reasonably close to the speed, pulled out momentarily got to the front before uh, Carolee Rocks came with a steaming run down the outside. It's had a little freshen up since. Uh, Darren McCullough likes to do that with his horses. Chris Parnham, gate number two, is going to get a beautiful run. And I think Rebel Zone represents a pretty good bet, particularly sort of a 40 a win, 60 a place style investment. Race four, number two, Rebel Zone. Now, here's the roughie of the day, Davey. Um, phenomenal anomaly. I'll get you to say that uh, three or four times in a row as fast as you can. Phenomenal anomaly. Race nominal, nominal, oh, I can't even say it once. <laughs> yeah. Why would you well, name you your racehorse that? I don't know, but you used the phrase in relation to Tari today, done and dusted, and uh, there you are, done and dusted with the name <laughs> Phenomenal Anomaly. $16. Uh, represents a bit of value. Summer Dixon can produce some fresh, and uh, this horse has shown potential. This is a very ordinary race, so I think some would be pretty happy with the fact that uh, this field has uh, collapsed to some degree in terms of its quality and uh, just specking that this horse is forward enough. Phenomenal anomaly, race six, number four. And uh, we go to race number seven. And here, I like a Bandelier Miss, number seven. This horse has probably raced in collectively stronger races its last couple compared to most of them, barring maybe the favourite um, Cartanera. But Cartanera looks to me to be a bit of a non-winning type. So I think Bandelier Miss, now it's had a run over the trip. It was 16 to 2,000 last start. 
up to the 22 looks ideal today. And at around about $6 represents pretty good each way. Value race seven, number seven, and the Lira Miss. Thank you very much for that, Richard. Richard Bell there with Ascot. All right, where are we going next, Nick, on the helping hand? We've got Anthony Collins at the Peninsula today at Redcliffe Harness. Anthony, what do you like? Yeah, good on you, Dave. Yeah, 10 big races on the Peninsula tonight at Redcliffe. And uh, my two best bets on the program, we're in consecutive races early on in the program. Race two, horse one, which is Windy Hill Wally, was wide last time around last week here and just didn't get into the race. But the three starts before that were very, very good. Chloe and Jack Butler, the combination from the inside off the arm here tonight. So I think it'll be winning at about $2 on tab six price at the moment. Race two, horse one. Windy Hill Wally, and then go across to race three, horse six, which is the tax collector. Now, it has to come uh, from the deep, obviously, there with a six alley, uh, but uh, just struck bother there on the first turn and was tailed right out in that feature two-year-old race last time around here last week. So, uh, Pete McMullen for Chantel Turpin, I think it can redeem, and it's already 420 into $2.90 on the tab six price board. So, uh, had some really good form in some much tougher races before that misdemeanor last time around. So they're my two best bets here at Redcliffe tonight, as we suggested. Race two, horse one, Windy Hill Wally. Then across to race three, horse six, the tax collector. All of the action, of course, across on the National Racing Service. Local time, 5.19, first of 10. Good luck. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much for that uh, at Redcliffe. Russell Veach is calling at uh, Richmond. Russell, what do you like? Yeah, good morning to you, Dave. Good morning, all. A hot 34 degrees at Richmond for the 12-race card here. The first of 3.12 Eastern time. And I thought in race two, I'm loath to tip a maiden greyhound, especially a greyhound is at 23 starts for duck eggs, but it has placed on four occasions. It showed some speed from box number six, about five starts ago. This is not a strong race, and uh, the favourite's a bit short for mine at $1.20 field around. So I'm going in race number two, number one, Skylar's Elite, at the value at $8.50, a daughter of Elite State for Richard Polodano. And I thought in race number four, my old mate, uh, good time, Lenny, uh, he has to sit outside of Lime Rock Park here, number three, the favourite, but he has won 23 from 73. He's won four from nine here at the track and trip, including four minors, and his best time is slightly better than Lime Rock Park, and I think at the value of $2.80, he's the one in race four, number four. So two, one, four, four, they all up around $24, and Dave, the first Eastern on the National Racing Service at 12 after three. All right, fantastic. Thank you very much for that. Anthony Jeffries is calling Capellavar today. Well, stomping ground. Anthony, what do you like? Morning, Dave. Uh, belated season's greetings to you and the listeners. My best in Capellavar today is Purple Flirt, race nine, dog four. It's had a few chances in this Masters company, but I fancy today may well be the day. Got back out to backable value. Open up about $1.75, now $1.90. If you're advertised something more in black figures, I'm suggesting on an each-way basis... Race 8, number 5, undivided. I think it'll give you a great show. Maybe go the win and double up the place. So race 9, dog 4, purple flirt. And race 8, dog 5, undivided. Up the straight track at Capella Bar. Fantastic. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, Buddy Brash, John Brash is at Albion Park. Uh, what do you like today, John? Dave, I'm going to go for race 9, number 8, times 3. It's looking for four wins in a row. It's unbeaten 3 for 3 over the 395 at Albion Park, and I think it will continue on its winning way today. You're going to take short odds, but any price a winner, Dave. So race nine, number eight, times three. A very big meeting at Albion Park this afternoon. We've got four heats of the, the Golden Sands at Group 2 level over the 600 metres. They are races five, six, seven, and eight 
on the program and we started the uh, the interstate invaders coming to Queensland for our, our summer chasing carnival this afternoon and uh, it's only going to get bigger and brighter from here as the, the carnival continues. Yeah, it's going to be a great uh, time. Thank you very much for that, uh, John. Lachlan Stace is calling uh, Gawler and what do you like, Lachlan? Race 10, number 7, Patch Herrera who's been racing well without having a lot of luck, was a winner first up from a spell, and has run some okay races since that performance, but uh, as I mentioned, uh, just hasn't had a lot of luck. Uh, should be well suited from box seven today against this field, and will be hard to beat. Race 10, number seven, Pat Herrera. Uh, we turn our attention race 11, number four, Big Prediction, who finds a very winnable field today, has been knocking on the door, running placings against tougher company, and uh, loves the track here at Gawler over the 400 metres and should be right in his element today against this field race. 11, number four, Big Prediction. And we round out things in the last race, 12, number two, Pink Confetti, who's an odd Donny who looks like a no-brainer here, has won three of his last four starts and meets a much easier field compared to recent starts today. So should be very hard to beat. So race 10 at number 7, Pat Herrera at $3.90. Race 11, number 4, Big Prediction at $4. And race 12, number 2, Pink Confetti at $1.70. My three specials today here at Gawler Greyhound.